We are now in the third decan of May. <laughs> May 21st, Thomas Miller. Thanks for joining us on the Fun Astrology Podcast. Good morning, good day, whenever you're listening to this. Thanks for stopping in for a few minutes of pontification today. As promised yesterday, I thought we might just pontificate a little bit today because nothing else is going on in the chart that wasn't there yesterday. The moon is still in Taurus, and we... Now, tomorrow, new moon. Yes, tomorrow at 1.39 p.m., new moon. The moon moves into Gemini at 9.35 a.m., and we have a couple of other aspects that we'll talk about tomorrow. Let's save that for TGI Friday. Today, I thought we might go back to the, you know, as we occasionally do around here and zoom out to the 10,000-foot perspective and take a look at a couple of possibilities of things coming up. Okay, let's walk this back. So our focal point of everything that's been going on here in 2020 is January 12th, 2020. That was the Saturn-Pluto conjunction. That's the, uh, some of you still download that on, uh, let's see, soulfoodtalks.com. And there's a freebies box. And in the freebies box is a video that I did back on my birthday that is still available. I've still got it up there. Might change it at some point just because it's a little bit, well, we know so much more. But if you want to go back and see what was said in October, it was very clear that something was going to happen, possibly, around this Saturn-Pluto conjunction that took place on January 12th. And, of course, that something possibly was the coronavirus. So how was that known, or how was that possible to determine that? Well, a couple of things. First of all, I don't think, and I've said this oh so many times, I don't think astrology is written in stone. So many people are like, well, you know, Saturn's involved, so bad things are going to happen. Pluto's involved, so get ready. You're going to, you know, something's going to get torn down. And that's not always the case. In other words, you can't universalize something and then have exceptions. And there are people who live their lives and in a state of consciousness where these macro energies simply don't necessarily apply. And typically that's because not of just living their lives in that consciousness during a season like you know, they happen to be living in a good space in December and January of this year. No, it's from years and decades of living in that state of consciousness that put them in a position where they were basically immune to it. My author, Fred Dodson, who I've done 28 audiobooks for, perfect case in point. Some years ago, he was led to live in a country where the lockdown was basically benign and and it was almost like the coronavirus forgot to go to the country where he lives. Yes, they were locked down for a little while, but it basically was a non-event. His personal economy is such that it, this was a non-event. And of course, that's far the exception more than the rule. Now, the other thing about Saturn and Pluto is the fact that Pluto moves so slowly that walking all the way back to the year 1284... <laughs> It only has happened twice. So when we go back and, and get our historic barometer on this, we've, we've got a pretty good picture. I mean, it's like it was really clear, and there were several similarities of those two times. And so you realize, okay, here's the big general thematic pattern. Might that happen this time? That was the scratching of the chin 
well, you're not supposed to do that anymore. That was the the muttering, the pondering under your breath of, will this happen this time? Well, yeah, something big happened. Is it one of those big generational era transformational shifts? I think a lot of people believe that it is. Okay, so what else goes with it? Well, there are two big forecoming things that astrologers are putting with this. One is the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction. That will be on December 31st this year, and it is something that is much more frequent, about every 20 years on average. So when we walk that back, we find the year 2000 or 1981, 1980. Sometimes it often comes in threes. Then we go back to 1961, 1941. That one was certainly significant because that was basically the outbreak of World War II. Back before that, 1921, that was the Roaring Twenties. And then it continues to walk on back. So you can see from there that those are not the marker points of some of the really big stuff that's happened, like JFK or 9-11 or Vietnam or uh, the big crash in 87 or these kinds of things. It's not there. I mean, some things were triggered, and there certainly were recessions around some of those periods, but they were fairly minor and what I would call just fairly normal. Okay, now the next big one that's on everybody's calendar are the three squares this coming year between Saturn and Uranus. Now that will be Saturn in Aquarius, back in Aquarius, after it retrogrades, and Uranus will be in Taurus. Those dates next year, 2021, February 17th, June 14th, and December 23rd. And then there's a fourth one, but they don't get exact by minute. They get exact by degree, but the minutes don't quite close. And that's September 30th, 2022. And they will stay in that degreed-based or that degree-based aspect until October 12th. So it's kind of a long degree-based. Those other dates I gave you were the exact degree and minute. Okay, so what does that look like? Well, Uranus in Taurus, we've already painted that picture a number of times. That's a money picture. It also can be a picture around home because Taurus certainly represents or brings us home. So we've got a money thing at, at, at play there. We could have relationships. It would be better if that were Venus, the Libra Venus, the Venus expressing itself through the sign Libra. But Taurus certainly can encompass that because it is ruled by Venus, and we can't get too far away from relationships when the V word comes to play. So when I walk that aspect back, Saturn squaring Uranus, same thing, basically. It happens often in threes, and yes, there are some recessions, but look, I mean, in a healthy economy, a recession happens every seven years. We're way overdue. So my point is this, as the clock on the wall wanes away fast here for this episode, is that I am definitely pondering the merits of some of these upcoming predictions. And you guys know that I like to find the duality in the astrological chart. I mean, there's always another side of the equation. Now, this Saturn-Pluto, yeah, it happened, it happened big, and it happened hard. And as this party slowly starts to move into Aquarius, first Saturn and then by 2024 Pluto, that is going to be a significant change. I do believe that. Is a big economic 
difficulty in the upcoming years part of that? I don't know. I mean, this is where I'm saying, if you wanted to take that Jupiter-Saturn as a trigger for it and then catch those squares, yeah, I mean, that's what a lot of people are saying. But consciousness can prevail, and maybe the collective consciousness has been shaken by this enough, or I don't know, just whatever might else come into play that might make those things benign. I'm just saying... It's not written in stone, folks. It is not written in stone. Those are my mutterings on an otherwise quiet astrological day. We'll pick up the new moon tomorrow. New moon in Gemini on the Fun Astrology Podcast tomorrow. Tomorrow.